All right. Let's do a little fucking pre-record. <clears throat> get your coughs out. Get you, you know, whatever. And, uh, yeah, let's start. All right. Hello. It's Argue This. Time to argue. We're going to argue about the fucking, you know, current school situation. Yeah, it's another fucking COVID, you know, dumb thing. I'm sorry. You have to listen to this. 2020. 2020. Welcome. But if, if you're like, I don't want to listen to this. Yeah, just, you know, skip this podcast right now because it's going to be mainly COVID and schools. It's not Actually, mainly. It's all about COVID and schools. That, that's, that's it. You know, there's going to be a little bit about spaghetti straps in there, but you'll see. Why would you say that when we're talking about schools? Spaghetti straps. Um, that that way people are interested and be like, ah, oh, I want to see what he has to say about spaghetti straps. Fair enough. Yeah, whatever. Um, let's jump right in. Um, should schools even reopen due to the COVID sickness, or is education necessary? And the Zoom and remote, you know, classrooms did not work well. Well, I think it's more of our politicians getting the worker bees to go back to work to align their pockets with more money than importance of our kids going back to school. Because if we look at it in the long run, it's dumb to send our kids back to school. We could, if you could work from home, if we're able to go ahead at the end of last school year to go ahead and teach classes and stuff from home then we could do it. I understand it's different. I understand it's harder when the kids are home all the time. And I understand that most parents new to this should be a little more appreciative of our teachers and what they have to do deal with since they are slowly learning that all their kids aren't angels. But why risk the health? It's dumb. So you say, no, don't send these kids back to school. Um, these teachers fucking put up a whole bunch, deal with your own fucking, you know, walking cum for a bit. Not in those exact no, extremist you, you, words. You never go with my exact extremist words. I'm just an asshole. But yes, I think that we shouldn't open schools. All right. You know, to go to the other side, there is a lot of um, parents that are poor and they need to go back to work. They do not have the time or energy to be, you know, or the money to feed their kids. A lot of these kids are so goddamn poor, they get like their one meal a day from school. So, you know, keeping them out of school, you know, fucks them over on that meal. And then they have to stay at home all day, you know, doing schoolwork. And... You know, they, they'll, they'll fuck off. You know, they'll fall behind. They'll be like, oh, I'm just going to go watch fucking, you know, whatever fucking shows these kids watch nowadays. I don't even know. I'm, I'm fucking an old boomer at this point. Oh, my God. If you're an old boomer, what the fuck am I? God damn, you're fucking, you know, one foot in the grave and the other on banana peel. Jesus. Damn. But, but yeah, I mean, send them back to school. And if they get sick... You know, continue sending them to school because people forget how the 19, you know, 18, you know, Spanish flu ended. Do you remember how that ended? Everyone fucking died or got immune. That's it. But no. Yeah. Yeah. Immunity or death. And then the rolling 20s. God, it was a great time. 
Flapper dresses, you know, fucking drugs. Okay. Prohibition. So, if you 100% not trolling believe in Darwinism, then yes. But if you also are on the side of like, you know. I'm I'm on the side of arguing as well. I'm not even talking to you in this one. I'm talking to like our one listener. But, uh. Hey, bud. we, We talk about like choosing sides and stuff like, again. If you're in with Darwinism and stuff, then yes, that's it. But like, then you shouldn't be taking modern medicine. You shouldn't ever go to the doctor. You shouldn't do any of that because that's all also goes against Darwinism. Now, if you believe in going to the doctor, if you believe in uh, shots, if you believe in modern medicine, then that's a dumb thought to have. Beyond I, that, because again, I know you're arguing this and I understand like that's how it happened. But beyond that, like... Again, if we're going sending kids to school, I understand what you're talking about with the poor and the uh, have-nots that are unable to provide for that. But that should be more of a fail, speaking of our failing to our society and something that we should be able to address during a pandemic if we are the greatest country in the world. I mean, do you remember when you were a teenager? Yeah. Do you remember all... Like, if you knew that you got to stay home from school because you were sick, I guarantee you, if, if, like, you had, like, a few other friends are out, you know, you'd be like, all right, let's, let's go out and raise some hell because mom's gone all fucking day and, you know, no parents at home. Yeah, but then I got disciplined because they found out. And then if your parents are, you know, disciplining you and interactive with you in your life then you will realize that, hey, I could get in trouble or, hey, I should respect my parents and actually do that. Yeah, but I grew up with white parents. So, like, the worst trouble you ever got into is, like, sit in the corner for five minutes. You murdered seven people. How dare you? Actually, sit in the corner for seven minutes. One minute for every person you killed. So, like, that's besides an extreme. racial connotations aside, um... No, I really do think that, like, you could get your kids to go ahead. It's, again, going to be the same percentage of population that everyone argues with that doesn't want to do anything. It's the same percentage of class clowns in in your school. Yes, you're going to have those students that are going to have a struggling issue with this. But you shouldn't sacrifice everyone. I mean, like, if you took me back in the day... You know, I would be like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm having connection problems or working on my internet, blah, blah, blah. You know, making up an excuse and then, like, fucking go out and play in the woods or whatever. Like, you know, surprise, surprise, I didn't actually do drugs until after high school. But who knows? I might have gotten into drugs and, you know, been able to fuck a couple chicks, get a couple pregnant. See? Like, that, it could have been real fucking bad. I could have been, like, on fucking, you know, ketamine, you know, fucking girls. and. But, but like, again... If your parents are involved or if the teachers notify the parents of this, because now with new age technology and they saying that the Internet's down, everyone could check that. God damn it. That. Yeah. I, like, I, I forget. Like, I remember back in the days, it's like, you know, the new age technology would be calling my home and I just beat my parents home and delete the voicemail. That's it. That's all you had to do. And then forge your signature. Boom. You know, your parents know now. It's like. And then at the end of the year, when they get, like, the fucking report card, it's like, three suspensions? Since when? It's like, ah, oh, fuck. It's truth, though. 
Yeah, it, yeah, it was just, and then like the parent teacher conferences always fucked me, but you know they they rarely went to those. <laughs> They're busy. God damn, I love fucking busy parents. But that that's how you get fucking teen mom. But yeah, I mean for for argument's sake, you know, send them back to school. Parents are poor and they don't have time to fucking you know raise their hellions, and their hellions are gonna get into too much trouble and get a girl pregnant and fucking start a coke addiction. Shit's expensive. Yeah, but but you know, and my real fucking you know, I, I'm right along with Sean. I mean, like keep these fucking kids at home. You know, have them continue doing Zoom fucking shit. Um, the ones that want to succeed are gonna succeed. The one if your kid's a fucking failure, guess what? He's gonna be a failure. He's not gonna be the president of the United States. He's not gonna be a CEO. And uh, if he really wants to turn his life around, it's never too late. Well, this is just my thing versus the disingenuous argument of like, well, they we need to send them all back to school so they get a meal, right? I understand that some people are poor where that is their meal, but it's in their school budget to go ahead and make that food, right? Why not go ahead and make that food and then deliver it to them at home? Problem solved. Budget still being used. Everyone's still getting fed. Well, I mean, there's definitely, you know, ways to, uh, you know, get around the whole food thing. And then you you employ your bu- the bus drivers to deliver the food since they already know the route anyways. Oh, that'd be fucking and dope. The, and and then, then you just go out like during your lunch and, you know, go pick up. Your... See, fucking trying to just solve the fucking problem. <laughs> God damn. And, you know, the bus drivers are still getting paid. You know, the cafeteria workers are still getting paid. The teachers are still getting paid. Everyone's still getting paid. And everyone's social distancing. I really like that. I really fucking like that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Tron, tr- Tron turned me over. <laughs> Brought up a good point. Um, so, yeah, let, let's go over to question number two. Um, should at-risk students or students with at-risk people living at home, like little brother that, you know, has like some amino deficiency, um, or grandma that's fucking, you know, they don't want to kill her. Um, should they be forced to go to school if homeschooling is not an option? Because, you know, we all understand that homeschooling some, you know, can be an option, but, you know, should these kids be forced to you know, go to school if they don't have, you know, any other option. Instead of being forced, I think that we should open up more choices, Uh, mainly because I think that as far as choices go during our, this is a new, not even new normal because I hate saying that and I hate hearing that it's new. It's just what we are. It's a new situation. And with the new situation and a new pandemic that we are all learning and it changes daily, all information does, I think that we should have opened up more options of staying at home or going to school. Like my daughter right now in Nevada, their choice, well, their option was to go to school for three days and then, or go to school for two days and then uh, online for three. But that's dumb. Why not just stay online like they did at the end of the year? And I understand like it's more of a strain on the parents, but there should be that option. That way everyone has more of a choice. And people, a lot of people say, well, they did have the option, da, da, da. But a lot of the online options from the schools, this is from firsthand knowledge from being a parent and stuff, though they only had X amount of slots. So once those slots filled up, 
there was no more. That makes no sense of why they would uh, cut off slots for homeschool, except for, again, money reasons of you yeah. need students in the building. But beyond that, we're talking safety reasons, and there's no reason to cut off slots on the internet instead of in person. It should be opposite. And then, like, earlier in the early 90s, uh, eight, late 80s, you only had to be a certain age to stay home. And that's still true depending on, like, what state. I think the lowest age is, like, seven or nine or something. Something stupid. But, like, that kid is legally allowed to stay home by themselves there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that's... You know, they're making it harder for kids nowadays to, you know, stay at home. They're cracking down on truancy. You know, they're trying to, you know, charge the parents with, you know, their kids' truancy. We've already, you know, talked about all that horse shit. Right. Um, And, yeah, it just, it can go fucking ape shit if, you know, they let the kids, you know, do their own shit. I know you run the risk of that, but, like, you're raising that little youngling. So you should understand what the little youngling is capable of or not capable of, their strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, I mean, me growing up, you know, no fucking way. Like, my mom my mom would be like, nope. You know, I do not trust you being at home by yourself. You're just going to get naked and run around the house or something weird like that. I'm like, mom, what the fuck? And, and then for- I'd be running around the backyard. And then for honestly, for stuff like that, they should legitly have. So this is what I think should legitly go down is people. People should have a choice of staying home or going to school. If they do decide to uh, go to school, they should have little classroom pods where teachers go in and out and rotate, which even then doesn't help all. But it, it, it minimizes some of the work. But have like that te- the teacher rotate out into the different. Uh, do you remember when we. What were those called? Those portable buildings? Yeah, like, I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. They had, like, those fucking ramps that got hot as yeah, shit. Yeah, I remember, like, we'd take, like, we'd take yellow jackets. It was never honeybees. It was always yellow jackets. And we'd, like, you know, hit them really quick so it'd stun them. And then we'd put them on there. And, like, they'd explode. You... You would definitely be sent to the classroom instead of staying at home. As a parent, I would definitely send you to that classroom. But again, we should do that and we should minimize the classroom to like, you know, 10 people or so. And like that be the new norm. And then if we do it that way, then you still have your teachers streaming and then you're able to have the same classroom interact in that. Well, like, you know, another way you can, you know, possibly do it is have like, you know, the teacher like, you know, slightly off site. And so, like, they have, like, you know, a live feed from the teacher. So, they have no contact with, you know, anything in that classroom. So, they have zero chance or at least have, like, a physical barrier like, you know, banks do or, you know, how, like, a, you know, a hood 7-Eleven does. Right. But those, the, the only problem with that and, like, I see the logistical problem is if you're going to be in a classroom, it's hard for a teacher to do one-on-one without getting in that uh, six feet distance. That's why I think uh, with the Yeah, I mean, just too, do it like uh, how the court systems are doing it now where you, like, go in and, you know, you, like, I'll, I'll find out, like, uh, next week, you know, or, like, the week after, um, how the courts are actually doing it because I have my court date coming up. 
but from what I understand is you go into a room and then you video conference with uh, the DA or whatever. Yep. And I'm like, why can't you do that for like the one-on-ones? Like, all right, students that want a one-on-one, you know, go ahead and, you know, come up to like the, you know, library or whatever. We'll have video cameras and, you know, we can do some one-on-ones with anything you're having trouble on. See, at my daughter's school, they're doing the, uh, like I said, three days off, two days on, and the teachers are rotating classrooms, but they have to stay in, the kids have to stay in the class. They don't even have that finalized yet, and they start school in two weeks, bro. And, like, again, this is something that should have been in place a long time ago. Go Betsy DeVos for our educational board and, like, you know, leading the country. Good job. But, like, again, we don't even have a finance, or a federal plan for our schools it we shouldn't be reopening at the moment this is crazy and then and then again if it's too if it's safe to send our kids to school how is it safe to have or how is it not safe to hold a one-day election doesn't make sense to me again it's if it sounds like it's all about the money that's just it's always ever been about the fucking money you know the superintendents and the board they don't do anything. They don't do a damn thing except fucking collect money and make dumb decisions to fuck over the students. You know, like most people don't even know who they are. You know, honestly, what they should do is just make every school independent, you know, because you have a school board where it's like, you know, we cover this school, this school, this school, and this school, yeah, this the school district. district. Um, and yeah, kick those superintendents out, fucking take away their fucking money. They don't do anything. The board doesn't do anything, you know, like it's rare to see like a fucking well-educated, well-diverse fucking board. And it's like, eh, you know, fuck them all. Like other countries, they have, you know, well-diverse fucking like cabinets and all kinds of shit, you know, with filled with females and scientists. I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, our education system was originally built when we were doing uh what's it called factory work as america's money and america was doing line work so all it was was repetition so our education was built on repetition and learning things like that like it's uh memorizing instead of learning and now since the new age is more about technology and learning we need to expand our school systems and that's where college really steps in because you cannot get a job you know like doing any high tech, you know, I teach shit without a college degree or without your A plus certification. But even that, even that is still all about the money because we should at least make some of college free or do something instead of making as high price as it is. Yeah, no, we definitely, you know, should take down college a peg, but I think I'm pretty sure we covered that in education. No, we did. But like in, in America right now, cause this is the pr- problem with America, America, feels like we could only focus on one problem at one time and then a lot of people deflect of like what about this problem this problem this problem but as like the greatest country in the world we should be able to focus on school systems police reform whether you want to believe it or not we should be able to have the debate without bringing up well what about this systemic racism again same with police reform or reform we should all be able to talk about it whether you believe it or not but not be like Hey, systemic racism isn't real. We should worry about these pedophiles. No, we should worry about systemic racism and pedophiles. We should worry about it 
all. There's not one reason why we could only focus on one issue. Yeah, we that that went way off the fucking rails and just collapsed the goddamn tunnel. Yep. Um, but you know, it's what happens when you're trying to te- make me send my kid to school. I'm like, wait, we need to fix it all. <laughs> but yeah, you're, you're saying I, you're saying you know. Yeah, I love my little daughter. My daughter's going to kill me one day. I will openly admit to it. But I don't want her to kill me because of COVID. Get the COVID kill. But yeah, I mean, to, to argue the other point, you know, yeah. Fucking send them at home or send them to school. They're poor. Um, number three, um, should schools mandate masks for all students and faculty or are masks restrictive and breathing on and is restrictive on breathing and kids are not surgeons. All right. So here is my biggest argument against that. And we're, I'm not even going to argue whether masks restrict breathing or not. I'm just going to argue this point. If schools can mandate wearing spaghetti strap, strap shirts, wearing how long skirts or shorts are, wearing colors, then they can mandate wearing a mask. Well, I mean, not not every school mandates colors. Um, it, it's only in like gang territories where it could, you know, reasonably cause an issue no, at the school. Some schools mandate hairstyles, bro. Again, yeah, we... I mean, like being a skinhead and getting a, you know, could you know cause a problem. Don't think the skinheads is um, uh, what's it called? Mandated hairstyles since they argue that rotsy you have to keep a uh, certain length. So, again, I'm talking about mandating hairstyles and dreads and stuff and how you can't have those. Yeah, I mean. Some cultures, that's part of their culture. Yeah, they, they always get, like, they're they're never not getting in trouble for it. They're like, okay, fine, they can have the dreadlocks. Okay, the black person can have black person hair. It's fine. But the white people can't. It's like. <laughs> but. They. They. You know, like, my school didn't mandate any colors. Like, yeah, wear whatever fucking colors you want. But if they want to mandate, you know, spaghetti straps because, it, you know, could be distracting to the, the overly sexualized boys. Oh, no. Spaghetti straps. Again, like that's another American problem that we need to fix is. Honestly, I see spaghetti straps and it does not fucking even phase me. Like, I see tits and it almost doesn't phase me. I'm like, eh. It's just the fact that. We shouldn't be making our females be like, oh, we have to cover up because boys can't handle themselves. We need to teach our boys and men how to respect females. And I do this face to palm and like head thing because it's so dumb and I have to, I'm a dude and I have a daughter and I get mad because she's only 11 and already having issues. And I'm like, bro, teach your boy respect. This is dumb. Yeah, but you know, people are like, I, I I can't control what my boy does. And honestly, like I grew up, you know, like what I, I feel like I was like one of the last I got like in the like last little bit. And my papa, you know, he was one to fucking, you know, really like drill it in. It's like, you know, you fucking respect your mother, you respect mama, you know. But he never fucking hit me or did anything like violent towards me. He's just like, you know, he led by example. And that's what it was. He led by example. You know, he showed Mama how much he loved her. And 
that that's it lead by like don't get married to fucking women that you're like i don't know like if you're like that could be a deal breaker don't get married like you don't have to get married but off off the rails again again that went way off the rails but this is a dude that like has a daughter that gets mad over this but anyways if you can mandate clothing you should be able to mandate wearing a mask I mean, you know, what if these kids have asthma? I I know growing up, I had asthma and I had to have an inhaler. And, you know, an asthma attack could be fucking deadly for a kid. You know, and kid kids just don't want to fucking, you know, wear them. And just, it can get, like, annoying. And it's like, oh, you're getting your thumb like this. And... You know, if you have like a stuffy nose or something or your parents are poor and they can't afford a bunch of masks and your mask starts smelling and it's like, oh, no. Well, this is a quick. Point. I mean, I, I'm, I'm just arguing for no, argument's no, no, sake. No, you no, know? no. I know you're arguing for argument's sake. But a lot of people who argue that do bring that up as a disingenuous argument. It's like, well, it's hard to breathe and stuff like that. Well, then that kid shouldn't be at school during a pandemic. That kid should be one of them that are homeschooled. I understand that there are different situations for different people, but if a kid can't wear a mask, he shouldn't be at school. Same as if a kid can't wear pads, they shouldn't be on the football field. Or if a kid can't pass the physical, they can't play sports. It's simple requirements. And again, if you have a requirement where you have a breathing issue and a mask prevents you from uh, breathing normally and can endanger you, then you shouldn't be out in public anyways with during a pandemic to endanger you and endanger others. Okay. okay. Like, and like that just, you know, brought on a new question. It's not even on my page. Um, so when the vaccine eventually comes out, it will, uh-huh. um, should kids that are not vaccinated for COVID be allowed to attend school? Ooh, this is a really tricky one because I am super pro-vax, right? I'm not pro-vax of new vax. I'm pro-vax of like proven vaxes that you need to go to school school and stuff like that, right? Yeah. I do not believe that you should be required to get your COVID vax in the ne- in the first three years. Issue Issues being, this is a rush vaccine. Yes, you should have the option to do it. Absolutely, I believe in that. But I also believe in science, examples, and proof. And so give me three years of this working right before it's required vaccination or that I feel safe doing it. Same as like, I know this sounds super dumb, but it is same as like any first year generation of a video game console. It's great to have. It's awesome. Makes you feel good. But there's also issues generally with the first gen. If you don't think I'm going to buy a PS5 day one, you're out of your mind. Oh, no, no, no. I know you're going to buy one. But again, same as with what I said. I'm going to wait till year two or three. Not just for the price drop, but also, I don't know if y'all remember Xboxes, but the Red Ring of Death, the next gens didn't have those. I'm still waiting to buy an Xbox One. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> just the, the first generation. I, I, I don't have any of them. But how do you feel about the vaccine? Because, again, I just state, restating my point, I do believe in vaccines, but I don't re- uh, believe in requiring a uh, vaccine. I mean, I, I, I feel like they should, you know, either, you know, get tested to see if they have the antibodies 
And if they are immune from the disease of COVID-19, ooh, then, um, yeah, you don't, you're not required to have the vaccine. But if you are not, if you don't have any antibodies, go ahead and get that, you know, vaccine in order because, you know, the liability from the school of that student getting, you know, COVID-19 and possibly spreading it around could be, you know, disastrous. And right now they're talking about giving these schools liability protections from frivolous lawsuits. All right. So this is going into this next question as well with the privilege frivolous lawsuits and all this okay really quickly touching back on this though vaccines so you are you need it if you don't uh have the antibodies to go back to school am i right yeah okay the, i am actually surprised that we're and this is your actual stance or is this yes this is my actual stance okay so yeah me and you are different on this one because again i don't think you should be required to have it and it's not even proof that after you have the antibodies uh how long that you're well uh, i mean you for. you can get it yeah. again but now you have the antibodies to fight it off it doesn't make you you know you can't get covid 19 again it right. just makes it so your body can fight it but you've also seen how they uh how many times it's mutated already right like since have you noticed have no, you I, i've about? i've literally done very little like i i try and stay off the covid fucking bandwagon because i'm like i don't really care that much um if it gets me like my my dick will stay in peace so well i'm a stoner that just watches a lot of documentaries while they st- uh get high because i think it's fun and i know that sounds weird but i mean uh, usually it's like i watch like world war ii you know documentaries i'm like yeah i get the eight off yeah but if you can only watch so much and then you know everything you, oh yeah no but i, I still i still love you know watching it. i'm like I, I watch trucking documentaries too it's bad <laughs> I drive a truck. <laughs> I know this is getting off off subject again. How did you feel about ice road truckers? Oh man, I loved it. I uh, couldn't get into it again. Not a trucker, not my thing. But like, I wanted to know from a trucker's point of view. Never, I even thought about this. Um, like, was a lot of those things real, or do you think a lot of it was like just set up? Well, there's a few things that are set up, but you know. Being an ice road trucker is insanely fucking dangerous, especially if you're like going across a frozen lake. Because uh, if you're hauling a bunch of weight and that ice is too thin, it cracks and you're dead. There's nothing, you know. You might be able to hop out of your fucking truck, but you know that that's into your fucking career because that truck is gone and to buy a new one is a few hundred, probably a hundred thousand dollars. Oh wow. Yeah, I mean like regular trucks. Sixty to eighty thousand dollars if you're getting like you know a small you know like barely heavy duty truck right like just to like step into like the CDL circle you know if you want to get a new one if you want to get a used one yeah you can you know pick one up for forty to fifty okay I mean it all depends on what you want what engine you want what transmission you want get the Eaton Fuller always get Eaton Fuller. Jesus, people, stay away from this fucking Allison's. My God. <laughs> no, that's fair enough. But like again, back to the question. Yeah. Hand, I I don't under you. No, you can't. How are you going to make someone get a new vaccine when the vaccines hasn't even been tested or proven for over a year? You see how many recalls we get in America over you know 
cars and food. How and awesome stuff. would it be to have like a bunch of fucking kids get like their college paid for because their vaccine was fucked up? And it's like, oh man, I'm, I'm fucking. I have uh, no. I what, what what is that one thing that you get from vaccines? Autism. Um, autism. That that's what I was just going to say. Is no, I don't so, want to give the anti-vaccines that, that, anymore. It does not give you autism. That's not how fucking vaccines work. <laughs> I, I will say this louder for the people in the back. It does not give you autism. And I agree with you. This is why I'm pro-vaccine, but I am not. Pro, this is brand new. You have to take it. I totally should have freedom of choice in that one. I mean, you know, in order to, you know, you should have freedom of choice to do whatever you want, but I don't think your kid should have the freedom to go to the school with the other fucking kids. You know, like if your kid, you know, had Ebola and went to school and fucking got everyone infected, guess what? Now your kid's a liability and just killed a bunch of kids. I don't think it's going to be that crazy as Ebola. Because they got fucking handled with prejudice. But boom, just slapped it the fuck down. But, you know, you, you look at it and it's like, okay, we, we need to have these kids vaccinated. We, we, like, would you want your kid to, you know, be, you know, vaccinated? Is your kid, is your daughter vaccinated? Like normal vaccines? Yeah. Yeah. Of Absolutely course. Is. Of course. Because I, I believe in that. Yeah, I was too. I am pro-vaccine. I am anti-needle. So God, I would rather take a fist in my butthole than a fucking needle in my arm. Like a tiny little needle. Okay, you're done. No, I want a fucking slow fucking class ring fist in my ass. All all I'm just going to say is after you go to the hospital a bunch of times and you have to get IVs and blood drawn all the time, you'll eventually get over it. Nope. Trust me. I've like, I'm like, you know, I, I tried a couple years ago. Just to get like a blood draw. Oh, it, it was bad. I'm like, I, I like, cause you can't fight the fucking doctor. You can't fucking punch him in the head. Cause you know, you're, you're there for that. It's like, but it's like, Oh, and I like tense up and I get bruised and it's, it's, it's a bad thing all the way around. But yeah, I mean, you know, if my job was like, Hey Alex, you need to go get this vaccine. You need to go get the COVID vaccine to continue fucking working. Or you need to go and, you know, get proven that you have antibodies, I'd be okay. Both of those require needles. Okay. So that's different, though. Because, again, that's a private entity, right? Your school is a public entity. Not all of them. Not all of them. You are 100% right. But what we are talking about, as far as my arguing standpoint, is from public schools. Because, again, with private schools, same as other private entities, I believe... They could do what they want, and it's your choice to continue to support that entity or not. Yeah, I mean, like, on, on, but uh, here, here's what it is. You know, your kid, if you do not get them vaccinated and you send them to school, COVID-19 didn't just disappear. It's the fact that these kids and these adults now have the antibodies to fight it off or the vaccine to fight it off. Well, really, The vaccine qu- creates antibodies. Really quickly, I think COVID-19 is going to be like the flu. It's here forever. It's just part of life now. Yep. It, it's mutated so much because I know you said that you haven't watched it or anything, but di- depending on different part of the uh, world and where you're at, it's mutated to that uh, t- part of the world. So I think there's like some of uh, like 13 or more different types of mutations of COVID. And once they interact and start crossing again, the flu is COVID. More. Yeah. 
That that's it, it. Yeah, the flu is a COVID disease, and and then that, we, that's why it's so many fucking false positives. If you have the flu, you'll po- test positive for COVID, even if you don't have the actual COVID. And then when here's the other thing, I know most people are saying like, well, okay, first the argument, and I know we're getting off subject, but I'm acknowledging that now. But first, it started with <clears throat> there's not that many deaths. Now it's then it was the numbers are wrong. Now it's there's a thousand deaths a day, but it's not as bad as anything else. It's like, so the bar keeps raising, right? And what happens, what's happening like from the medical side is they're learning new stuff and they keep changing their opinion based on new facts, right? And then them changing their opinion based on new facts and learning how to treat the disease is preventing more deaths. When we prevent more deaths, even though it's still higher hospitalization, but we're preventing more deaths, then the argument becomes, well, people aren't dying as much. And it's it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because, again, we're preventing deaths on one side, and then you're using that side's win to then put use it against you to fill your own uh, beliefs on the other, and it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be a fucking you know, forever circle, and it's it, there's definitely going to be days that you know it's going to suck 2020 man fucking i thought it was going to be to uh, double critical success been fucking critical fail so far oh of course jesus but your this question led into another one what was the other question you had uh fuck it i've already forgotten um no it's a vaccine question no no no. but then the vac it led into another one what was your next question do you have another one yeah i mean at what point should schools uh, retreat and go back to uh, zoom or remote schooling fair enough well with that one there uh retreating going back i think i think once a teacher or two tests is positive we should then retreat and go back yeah, there's there's that school that had three teachers. It's like, boom, should they just be like, all right, Georgia, go back to school, pick some peaches, and we'll try this again in two weeks. No, like their their whole going to school uh, experiment turned out to fail, and they should go ahead and start schooling from home again. I, I mean, yeah, it, it's it's definitely gonna you know churn it, but you know. So you say one or two. I say when there's a death. Let let it get to like the point where it's like, okay, people are dying now. But like, like that that's really what it fucking takes. So like like the whole thing in like Beirut, there there's gonna be a whole fucking giant, you know, change of something over there in Beirut. But like a hundred people, or actually more than a hundred people, had to fucking die for it. Right, and. That's a whole different. Yeah, we're we're not getting into that well. right now. So, but but you see where the deaths, you know, change. Like when nine eleven happened, a whole lot of shit changed for TSA. But we've had so many deaths, and it still hasn't changed yet. And it just sounds really callous to be like, "Yo, someone has to die before he changes." It could be Timmy, or it could be Mrs. Uh, Claus. I mean, I mean, like the fucking teachers are gonna be sitting there whispering, "Man, I fucking hope it's Timmy." That little fucking spawn of satan bro that little (laughs) semen demon and like even right now like let's just this is arguing against that when you're talking about like 
death change things, right? Yeah. Herman, Herman Cain died from COVID, right? You have conspiracy theorists saying, like, no, he didn't die from COVID. You really think if he didn't die from COVID, Trump wouldn't have said something about it? Nah, man. Trump would have been touting that shit all around. And you really think that if uh, one of his staff members got healed by uh, hydroxychloroquine, that he wouldn't have used them by name or used them as a prop piece? No, he would have done that. So, again, deaths don't change anything. None of this is going to change. We need to stop it before it gets to, like... A death, because then the bar is going to raise. It's going to go from like one death to like, okay, well, there needs to be multiple deaths. All right, well, kids need to die first before the teachers. And the worst part about like all. It's like then all the fucking school is dead. It's like, okay, we can go back. Yeah. And like the worst part about all this is let's just say two teachers from each school in one school district get sick from COVID and they all. Each of those two teachers have to quarantine themselves for two weeks. No one dies. They just have to quarantine. We don't have enough substitute teachers or regular teachers to fill all that without. Oh yeah, we it. do. We just roll in a TV and be like, "You're watching Land Before Time, kids." So See again, ya. how is that a better? Uh, what's it called? A better solution than staying at home? I mean, I'd, I'd watch Land Before Time at home too. I mean, like Littlefoot is the shit. Perda. Yeah. I don't think most. Like anyone listening to us would know what Land Before Time is. Oh, every like the the one person, dude, check out Land Before Time when you get a chance. It's the tits. But you know, let's let's see. Like I actually, you know, so I, I say a death. You say fucking two sicknesses. I say one. I one. say this should have been stopped before. But yeah, now that I we're mean, already in it, I guess we have to sacrifice someone. Let's sacrifice one that's like not yeah, dead. Yeah, throw, throw them in the fucking volcano and be like, okay, you know, the gods are appeased. You can go home now. <laughs> that's really what it's going to take to appease the government gods. Eh, throw him in the volcano. He's dead. Sorry. Okay, that didn't work. But, you know, you know this. Holy shit. Yeah, we did it under an hour. Um, open-ended question. No, no, no. I have a couple of questions. Okay, let's, let's go. Pull, pull out your notebook. Well, no, just okay. So, with all that we've been arguing and all the different points and stuff, where does it honestly come into effect that we think about our teachers' health? When you when you were in school and when I was in school, I remember we all we had some young teachers. But I remember a lot of my English teachers and some of my history teachers, them being older, they had health issues. They were immunocompromised. How are you? Why are we not talking about protecting them? Well, I mean, your old English teacher, William Shakespeare, is probably dead by now. (laughs) He is. And thank you for playing on my age. But again, (laughs) beyond that, though, like real talk, how are you going to think about like think about that? Uh, Most of your teachers, I am. I'm not even going to say most because I haven't been in school forever, but like most of my teachers, they averaged high forties and fifties as their age. Yeah. I mean, honestly, what, what really needs to happen? They need to pay teachers more, you know, give an incentive for people to come over to start teaching and just be like, okay, here, all teachers make like $90,000 a year. Boom. You know, 80 to 90,000. And people are like, Oh, I'm going to become a teacher. I'm going to make. You really think paying more for our teachers during COVID 
that's watching out for them their health instead of staying at home or going to school. Well, that that's what I'm talking about. You know, doing the fucking remote uh, teaching where they are on a screen, like uh, Charlie's Angels type shit. You know, you you remember that? Where like, no, yeah. I do. Yeah, where it's like, hi Charlie, and he's like a fucking you know radio in the corner of the room. It's like, okay, we'll do whatever you say, Charlie. I'm like, how the fuck did he train these girls? Like, through a radio? I'm like, did they just, like, listen to, like, an aerobics fucking CD? And be like, yeah, this is Charlie. (laughs) Oh, man, I'm getting way off topic, but. And then not just the teachers, but when we're talking, like, school schools as well because some of the schools they're talking about like not having school lunches like you know how the cafeteria makes lunches and stuff yeah there's the kids have to bring home the lunch from their home and there's no sharing so that breaks into that argument of like needing to go to school for lunch and if you're going to school for lunch too you're there's just so many different older people that we haven't talked about in the whole pandemic when we're talking about opening up schools like just quick overview is like the teachers, the principal, even though it's not typically just one, but the whole staff in there. Then you have your counselors. I don't even know if they still have guidance counselors because when I was going in high school, they started having guidance counselors have like instead of one or having 10 students, they have like 18 or not 18, like 50 or 30 or 30. Some stupid. Dude, amount. I, I remember like when I went to college, which wasn't too long ago. Uh, fuck. Oh, God, that was a long time ago. That was like a decade ago. Fuck, I'm old. Um, but when I went to college, um, we had like three guidance counselors for the entire college. Yeah, that. so that's ridiculous. But beyond that, you have the guidance counselors, the cafeteria, and the uh, janitors. No one's talking about any of them. And what happens when they start going down because of COVID? And we're not even talking again. Not, uh, even, honestly, not even talking deaths. Just on- talking absence because of COVID. Honestly, like my old fucking janitor from my high school, you know, he was a piece of shit. You know, yeah. Yeah. You still need someone to do sanitation. And I'm almost positive they don't have enough people. Wait, if two well, sanitation mean, workers from each school went out, they don't have enough to replace them. I mean, you know, they're, they're out there coughing, like, <clears throat> and they clean up their cough. I'm like, good job. You know, they're like, it's like fucking, you know, they stick a broom up their ass and I like clean up the COVID as they go. But again, that, that's where that's where I say about that. You know, PPE, you know, really is a great way to protect yourself. And, you know, face shield. You know, because you're not touching your face. Nothing's getting in. Wash your food before you fucking eat it or microwave it. You know, because people, like, I feel like a lot of these COVID cases, you know, you pick up an apple, you know, you don't know what's touched that fucking apple, and people will take a bite right out of the fucking apple without washing it. I don't think that's a lot of the COVID cases, but there could be some. But I think a lot of the COVID cases come from people not caring and throwing COVID parties and shit like that. But that's beside the point. Uh, How have we even talked about, like, the structure of the institutions when other people start getting sick and have to quarantine for two weeks. You know what I mean? Like pretty much the way the schools look at it. If it's not directly affecting me, I'm not going to worry about it. And that's how America looks pretty much at the rest of the world. If it's not directly affecting me, if you know, the fucking, you know, 
Armenian genocide does not directly affect me. I do not give a shit. Unless they have oil. Yeah, I mean, if like... If they have oil, we then go and liberate them. Like, oh, we'll, we'll save you, and we'll put in our own people in power, and we'll get cheap oil. In fact, again, I know it's a meme, but if America saw what America was doing, America would invade America <laughs> and liberate themselves, and then take uh, tax themselves on Alaskan oil. Just saying. You're being rescued. Please do not <laughs> resist. Yep. That that was pretty much my only my open ended question though was about that like again schools and stuff because we talk about the students we talk about like them needing the education but we don't talk about like the actual infrastructure of the school and what happens and two people in each department isn't very much but if it's two people in each department have the teachers school, start cleaning up shit have the teachers clean up their own classrooms get get the fuck out of here what do you mean have the teachers te- you need to pay them more than if they're going to clean their own yeah, classrooms. Yeah, I'm saying pay them 90000 Honestly, pay them a fucking quarter million a year. These fucking teachers, like especially some of the teachers that had to deal with me and the teachers that actually taught me shit that I fucking held on to, I'm like, pay those teachers a lot of fucking money because they are worth their weight in fucking gold. Because that is an actual fucking teacher. Not someone that read from a book. Someone that can sit down, knew the information from off the top of their fucking head, and can teach me how to do the fucking thing. Like, I remember Mr. Smith, you know, he was doing uh, AutoCAD. Never fucking opened a single book. You know, he'd just be like, okay, we're going to, you know, practice your fucking letters. And you go to each student and, you know, critique, you know, your letters. You know, just doing fucking letters on, like, you know, CAD tables. Or not CAD, uh, drafting tables. And then we did CAD after. CAD is computer-aided drafting. Heard. Um, but, yeah, we, like, you know, make houses. And, you know, you'd use your CAD table or your uh, drafting tables. I don't know why I keep on saying CAD tables. Not CAD tables. Um, but then I did all that. did CAD. Uh, finished that early. And then I did, uh, you know, Bobots. And I did programming. And he taught me how to do all that, you know, outside. And I'm like, yeah, cool. You're an excellent teacher. Mr. Mitchell, another excellent teacher that taught me everything I know about computers. It's like, boom. I wish I could shout out all my teachers that gave me uh, stuff, but I can't remember them all. I went to four different high schools. I went to four different middle schools. And I went to three different elementary schools. Yeah, no one in middle school fucking helped me with a damn thing. Fuck all you people. You really think that about, like, okay, so because I've had such a diverse different amount of schools, I've went to so many different schools in so many different areas, military rat. So I was I went to schools on base. I went to schools in small towns. I went to schools in the inner city, right? Each school, there was, I could find one teacher that was able to, like, stand out and do something. But there are a lot of schools, depending on where you were, that I that just like I said fed you through the system. Yeah, no, like I remember like my math teacher, Miss Shrylock, fucking top notch teacher. She was young too, but top notch teacher and got me fucking, you know, involved in the fucking class and could fucking read the goddamn room. And you know, she's like, Yeah, okay. And you know, I used to be shitty at math. You know, we had like in middle school I had like a fucking Indian teacher and she was shitty at it and like we all made fun of her and it's like yeah i'm like oh man it was because she was just bad at fucking teaching math 
Fair enough. Yeah, I, I think like a lot of it was like just like you know kind of systemic racism because she was Indian. I was just going to say that I was holding it in, but I yeah. was going to say yeah. it. there was definitely a little bit of racism there. I, you know, sorry for the racism, but you were a shitty fucking teacher. Yeah, there's no getting around it. What was your open-ended question? My open-ended question. Let me pull up my fucking notebook. Handy dandy notebook. Um, what should the protocol be for the next pandemic at school? Not not including everything, just school. Well, here's the issue. How do you plan for a pandemic? What type of pandemic? Are you talking about like a viral like now? Spanish flu 2.0. Like, okay. So. Spanish flu comes back and now it's wearing leather jackets. Are we talking about like if it happened next year? If it happened in 50 years from now. 50 years from now. 50 years from now. If it happened in 2070. Fucking Spanish flu 2.0 comes back. It's a greaser wearing a leather th- jacket. Well, here, here's the issue. Snapping. I, I think uh, about that time frame, we would legitly be able to have school in virtual reality. I mean, we can do that right now. No, oh. no, 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 no. We can do it right now. But at that time frame, the technology will be so cheap that everyone will it'll be available to everyone. I know you're looking around as we speak right now, and that's what gave me the idea of in asking well, the time frame. Well, I, I, like, um, what I saw was a video of a, a Polish teacher teaching a class, like a, like I think it was like an English speaking class, um, in Half Life Alex. Like she, like she, would, like went over and like you know played with some stuff because it's it's very you know interactive. And in the beginning of the game, you can take the pens and draw on the windows. And so she's like, yeah, I was taking the watering can and, you know, and she just like went through and I'm like, wow, that is amazing. I don't ever want to see a fucking single teacher saying video games ain't shit no more. (laughs) See, and I think like when we get to that stage and it's cheaper for everyone, it would also like help leapfrog our way of teaching because in, you know how right now we're teaching mostly like from book to pen uh, and not through experience but not when we go through virtual reality then we'll be able to uh, sim- stimulate uh, different types of experiences and be able to uh, simulate some of that stuff you know what you, I mean you know what you know I just thought of is like an AI teacher in virtual reality so have you ever seen the movie iRobot I have and I you, you know I, what I'm talking about then yes but I I go back and forth on AI because same as facial recognition and AI, I don't know if we could do deal with AI or that because I just imagine some racist guy making a, some crazy AI going on and then it it divulges from there. Yeah, you know, like the AI comes up to the Asian student, you'll dishonor your family, you get an A minus. Yeah, but no, but, you know, being able to have, like, you know, like a Newton, you know, like a virtual reality, you know, Newton teaching, you know, physics. Right. You know, how awesome would that be? And where, you know, you can be, like, in virtual reality, raise your hand and be like, hey, um, Mr. Newton is like, yes, what is it, my student? And, you know, or whatever. And he he's able to communicate with you. You know, even on like a uh, one-to-one you know basis, or you know, in a giant you know atrium. Well, then also what I was uh, thinking about too is like 
you know, in science and stuff like that, you'll be able to uh, simulate different uh, chemical experience or experiments and stuff online in virtual reality. And like you could make mistakes and not have to worry about true repercussions in Man, real life. Man, you're making me excited for the future, Tron. <laughs> like, like, you know, you're, you're, the, you're the type of person that's going to be like, yeah, we want Tron in on this thing. Yeah, don't tell Alex, though, because he's an asshole. <laughs> he swears a lot, and I don't think he's professional. And I'm not. I'm not professional at all. Tron is very professional, though. I don't think so, but thank you. Uh, honestly, you know, you're way more professional than I am. And, yeah. I appreciate it. But what do you, what is your answer about the next pandemic in 50 years? In 50 years, you know, say, you know, Spanish Flu 2.0 comes... And starts devastating the populations. Have everyone stay the fuck at home. Lock down RVs. You don't get to take your RV out camping. Sucks to be you. I know. You spent $100,000 on that RV. And it's fucking sweet. It has a Cummins in it. Oh my gosh. And you fucking you know, got rid of the death. So it blows out the black smoke and you're cool. And you have a motorcycle in the back. And you're going to go do all kinds of fun shit during the summer. Stay the fuck at home. Everyone stays at home. You know, schools stay at home. Everyone, you know, works from their computer because computers will be so goddamn cheap by then. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, I got a fucking computer with my Happy Meal. Cool. So <laughs> at least the watch with the smart watch with the Happy Meal. Yeah, smart watch with like a holographic thing on it. And Ronald McDonald like dances for you and shit. But yeah. so then would you implement martial law? Yes. At that point? Okay, fair enough. I would fucking shoot anyone that was out without a permit. And is it because we've figured out as Americans that no one's going to just do it? No one's going to fucking... Trust me. You know, <laughs> I, I am I am out on the road doing fucking 2,200 miles a week. You know, doing shit, delivering tires for vehicles. Packed. 300 fucking tires a day for each goddamn truck going out. It's crazy. So here is, and again, I know this is divulging from our topic a little bit, right? But here's my biggest question for conspiracy theorists that I don't understand. When they say that, like, this whole COVID thing is a myth and a conspiracy, right? Who is gaining from it? Again, you are fighting over so, masks. All we want to do is I, wear masks. I and then do when, have not. Hold on. Yeah. And then when they talk about, like, uh, conspiracy and everyone's in on it. There are so many businesses losing billions of dollars, some never reopening. What do those businesses have to gain from it? Okay, so, you know, these giant companies, you know, will not fucking go down from this. They will lose money. That is, you know, going to be guaranteed. But it is going to devastate the smaller, you know, mom and pop stores. Kind of like how Walmart did for, you know, most, like, smaller towns. Walmart comes in, you know, they fucking offer prices so low, and it's like, boom, all these other towns are gone, and now Walmart owns the quote-unquote monopoly on that. So, guess what? If they crush, like, all these smaller taxi companies, Uber and Lyft get to fucking be, you know, the big dogs. You know, if, you know, they crush all these smaller farms, Monsanto gets, gets become the big dogs, and they become the only dog and they get to eat all the fucking meat and all the fucking kibbles they want and guess what you know yeah they fucking lost in the beginning you have to spend money to make money but like okay 
What about airlines, sports, stuff like that? They're, they're bleeding out money right now. They aren't gaining anything from it. You don't think the government's going to step in and fucking help them out? The airlines, yes. The sports, no. This, okay. These sports teams make so much money. Like, how much money did LeBron James make last year? Okay. I know you know this number. I actually don't. Okay. Not, not, not off the top of my head. But it's more than a fucking million dollars. No, no, it's way more than a million. Yeah, it, it's like probably like 20 fucking million dollars. No, I think it's in like the 30 or 40, like yeah. to be honest. It, it's crazy amount of money. So to say that, oh, no, they're losing. Stop fucking paying your players. You know, you're making money hand over fist. But I'm not even talking about like professional sports. I'm talking about like schools and like oh, sucks li- and then, like little league and like you know like the, the, we're, there, we're talking those community i'm not talking like just the big ass corporations. oh yeah no there's under- those big ass corporations should be able to stay afloat for three years of this at least like they yeah the, should. there's definitely going to be unintended consequences and like oh fuck that sucks but guess what these giant corporations can you be like, okay, here, we're going to grant you guys some money. You owe us back with interest, or we're going to grant you some money to open back up. So, and the, everything, capitalism rules for another day. So, yeah. do you believe in the conspiracy that you just defended, or do you just see how it could happen? I see how it can. Okay. I don't fucking fully, you know, defend it. I, you know, I, well, because the way you said it does make some sense, but like it doesn't make sense with like the whole globe and everything. Because if if you've worked in any any team environment, it's hard to get a group of six people to agree on how something should be done. And all these countries that are going through COVID and stuff, and like I know we just went over American industries, but we're talking like the world industries and stuff <laughs> like that. Like it just blows my mind. I don't think that everyone could be in cahoots like that. I don't think. World yeah, powers. I mean, like you know, like Tesla, they had to like open up a new factory over in Texas because California was, you know, being mean to them. Like you can't put your workers in danger, and Tesla's like, fine. Texas. Go to Texas, get new workers, bitch. Ha ha. Yeah, and then that's exactly, you know, I, you know, honestly, I, you know, if you own a company, do whatever the fuck you want with your own company. But, you know, I, I don't see Tesla going away anytime soon. No, I don't either, especially with their successful success in space missions and other shit like that, too. I know that's SpaceX, and I know they're technically two separate companies, but. Rules as intended and rules as written are two different things. Dude, Elon Musk shot a car into space. There ain't going away anytime soon. I, you know, I can barely afford a car, let alone to send it to space, let alone to have a hundred thousand dollar car sent into space. But like, so you don't believe? Just honestly, getting this answer though, you don't believe in the conspiracy, but you do see uh, how it yeah. could be done as plausible. I see how it can be done as plausible. You know, and I can see how, you know, certain a world... A lot of things have to go r- so right for the conspiracy to be done, though. Yeah, a whole bunch of shit has to go right. But if, you know, they crush all these fucking small businesses, you know, the small burger joints, you know, then all the fucking big boy burger joints can, you know, stay, you know, continue running. McDonald's, Taco Bell. You know, guess what? Now they're fucking, you know, 
boom, we're a monopoly. Okay, so really quickly then, because this this brings a different point. When you're talking like, because again, I know you've already stated that you don't believe in it. You just could see the different, you could see how it could be plausible, right? But, so when people talk about like it's fake and it's conspiracy, they're talking about like the government and hospitals being in cahoots. Not even like the what's it called just companies you know what i mean oh the the hospitals are crooked (laughs) as fuck we already knew this due to insurance things and i think adam ruins everything has like a fucking whole episode on how like the the hospitals have the big book or what i love adam ruins everything everybody does but um yeah we know that the fucking care that they gave you and the price they charged you is not the same you know, they give you a band-aid and like 50 bucks, please. It's like, whoa, I could have fucking gone to Lowe's and got my own 50. And I know that this is a fucking true thing because I had a f- buddy back when I was probably like 18. He took a uh, pellet, you know, pistol, like a CO2 one, shot himself in the fucking thumb on accident because he's a dumb fuck. And we could see the pellet. And for, you know, like some vodka and a razor blade... Uh, we could have gotten it out right then and there, a fucking Band-Aid. He'd have been all fucking good. He'd have been all copacetic, whatever. But instead, he demanded that we go to the fucking hospitals. And, you know, to the hospitals, we went. You know, we all fucking piled in the car, took him down to the fucking, you know, ER. They didn't get the fucking bellet out. Took him down to, like, another fucking area, or another little hospital, a little rapid care. They didn't get the pellet out. They did, um... <laughs> give him a fucking band-aid and some fucking you know pills and like a little glass of orange juice you know but with those two hospital visits you know and then like the third one you know he paid three hundred dollars and they got it out for him but the two hospital visits ten thousand dollars for nothing so i think that there's a difference between hospitals being crooked and doctors being because I think the administration, I think whenever fi- I, I don't see doctors as being crooked or in on it as much. There's a lot of fucking doctors that truly want to help. And that's why, you know, th- this is like the one piece of anti-racism I have. I'd rather have an Indian doctor because <laughs> I mean, like a, like a fucking Harold and Kumar fucking type doctor. What the fuck? Their, their bedside manner sometimes can be real fucking shit. Oh my god, this is way, way off subject. Continue, I, continue, go. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes their bedtime manner is absolute shit, but they know what they're fucking talking about and they went to school fucking seriously. So, most of the doctors that I've ever had experience with, like, I've had good experience. I, the, when it comes to, like, I feel the hospital fucking you and stuff is literally in the administration in the back end of it where they charge you for all this when the doctor, this is the best choices for the doctor to give you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like in other countries, the administration can't charge that. Therefore, when the doctor prescribes that it's not a billion dollars. Um, but you're crazy. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, 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 I know that that fucking, you know, thing it's just my one thing like anytime i've ever had like an indian doctor you know he comes in he knows what the fuck i'm doing and he knows not to he doesn't bullshit around 
he's he's not you know like the bedtime manners and i'm like oh i'm sorry are you you know they, they're usually really good but not all the time but they know what the fuck they're talking about and i appreciate that shit they're like a fucking you know light doctor house but dark i love you <laughs> you're hella funny <laughs> oh also uh next episode i actually want to talk about like you take a couple of laws i take a couple of laws that are dumb and we argue about this uh for example and this is just for example in like a preview and everything i think it's absolutely insane that we have a juvenile girl in fucking juvie because she didn't do her schoolwork off of zoom fucking blows my mind that's I mean, one of the laws that we are definitely. I, I think it's crazy that you can't carry a cow over your shoulder across the state line of Wisconsin. All right, I, if that's one of the laws, we're going to argue. We're going to argue that. I, I don't. I don't know. Like there's there, there's a law like that somewhere where it's like a, an old fucking. But yeah, n- next one's going to be a fun episode. I I think we should do like five laws each. That way we could bullshit around about like five different crazy laws. But oh, you, I, you're going to find some crazy fucking weird laws from me. The Rule of our arguing this for the laws, right? It has to take place at least from the 90s to now. The 90s to now? Yeah. Okay. Can't take place before the 90s. Redlining. Oh. I, we weren't being serious. This was being fucking joking. God. <laughs> exactly. I'll find like the most racist laws that are created in like the 1990s and like, you know. Black people aren't allowed to rape. Oh, man. I mean, like, there's some crazy laws that we are going to see, such as, like, uh, if you do go down the civil rights uh, thing, there's a lot of civil rights laws that were passed in the 90s, and people don't realize that. Dude, did you know that it was one one of the states in the South? I want to say it was, like, Missouri or Mississippi, that in 2000 is when they struck down the law of, uh, what's it called, interracial marriage. Like, you could could do it, but it was in law that you couldn't. It was one of those type of laws. Yeah, it's like getting married while gay. But, like, again, that didn't happen until 2000. People are like, racism is this. There's still a law. <laughs> oh, yeah. Racism still exists, everyone. It exists a lot. But, you know, talking about it is the best way to start the discussion and get the ball rolling away from racism. Well, people just need to learn to be uncomfortable. When you could talk about uncomfortable things is when then you can have honest conversations. Just being real. See, my favorite people are those white women that cry anytime they hear a racist story. It's like, but you can like see like it's like ungenuine tears. Like foreign people are like, "What the fuck? What America stop being racist?" I think it's crazy, and and we're going to end this soon. But I think it's crazy that the world is protesting America right now, and America is not showing those protests. But I a hundred percent remember the Arab Spring and all those other fucking what's called protests and stuff that's going on and we showed a lot of them it's very telling about our media and i don't believe in like the whole big media conspiracy but i do think big media does have a narrative that they always want to speak on you know what i mean yeah of course but you know that that's the episode sorry it ran a little bit longer i I thought it was gonna be a half an hour you know quickie boom 
I actually enjoyed also with arguing this, uh, not only just the arguing this format, but the open ended of just talking and having some conversation format. Yeah. I mean like that, that's, you know, that's how I try and do it is have both sides of an argument. You know, that way I'm, I try not to like, you know, push the question to one side or the other, you know, back is rape wrong or is rape wrong? You know, obviously it's wrong, but you know, like, yeah. and, and there's uh, questions I obviously ignore because they're obviously fucking wrong. You know, is it wrong to call a black person a, a N word? You know, yeah, yes. You know, dude, do I have to fucking be, you know, David Duke over here or whatever? And, uh, I, that's not his name. What is his name? I thought it was. Was it? Is it David Duke? Yeah. Okay. I thought it was. You're talking about the KKK guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That now he doesn't, he's like stepped away from the KKK, but he still talks about like. Yeah. I'm like, do I have to be like, Dick, you know, David Duke over here and, you know, be like that, that guy that's like, it's okay sometimes. I mean, like when they cut you off in traffic, you know, then if you're in the privacy of your own car or if you're gay, then you can use it all you want. Yeah, there's just no fucking way. I'm probably going to cut this last part out. Heard. But thank you all for listening. And you can catch me on my other podcasts, the ones that are a lot less politically correct. I say a lot more swear words. And I say you know all the fucking time. They are honestly a lot more funny. I haven't been to any of them, but I've listened and I've been here when they are done. Yeah. I, I have a lot of fucking... Uh, once it's uh, the human podcast we have the human podcast the regular edition and the human podcast week and quickie bro which is, and, and the girls get crazy in that one too it's crazy yeah it's just me my wife and my best friend but she's moving away and we're gonna have to start doing it on zoom like uh get another guy in here because women are not funny <laughs> really because those girls are wild man yeah we get like another guy in here to like you know you know just take shots but yeah, fucking you can also follow me on uh Alex the Truck on Instagram and Twitter. I don't post much. I I, I keep on saying we wanted to, but you know, I'm a fucking lazy piece of shit. I feel you're gonna start posting more when I make one, and I've already stated that I don't plan on making one. Okay. Well, thank y'all for listening and uh a lot of editing on this one. Thanks. Peace. <laughs>